everyone. I'm Marcia. And I'm Dirk. And we are on a mission to make companies more customer-centric. Welcome back, everyone. And hi to those watching us for the first time. Hey, welcome, everyone. Yay. The last time, we used Red Riding Hood as an analogy to show how important a customer journey is in keeping the customer on track and not looking for distractions, which is in the case the competitors' offerings. Also, the customer journey ensures a repeatedly safe passage through the forest, making customers come back. That would be loyalty, which is a gold nugget in the world, gold where nugget. pretty much yeah. everything is commoditized. So there are so many beautiful flowers along the path that can distract uh, customers from doing business with us. So let's say if we want a premium car, I want one, and I go for a BMW, but on the journey, I will probably find other offerings from Lexus, Cadillac, Mercedes. Or if I am at a major airport and I want to fly to uh, uh, one specific city, I have a lot of options from different airlines to the same location. So which one do I pick and why? And if you think about your coffee in the morning, if you live in a city, chances are good there is an abundance of coffee shops around you. So without putting too much at the center of the story, last time when we talk about customer journey using Red, Red, uh, Red Riding Hood as a metaphor, we introduced two of the most central ideas of customer experience. And these are easy and enjoyable, reliable and repeatable. So Dirk, can you share an example? Oh, Absolutely, I'd love to. So, um, yes, uh, I'll let, let me take us into the world of coffee shops. Okay. So, when we think of the modern coffee shop, and I'm in Toronto, I live in Toronto, and it's true, there is an abundance of coffee shops around me. I always wonder how can they make, you know, how can they survive with there being so many coffee shops? And because basically most of them, or, or all of them, uh, they offer great coffee. But like many other people I know, or many of my friends, I have my favorite coffee shop and mm-hmm. um, it's not the one closest to me mm-hmm. and their coffee is probably not so different from the coffee in the other shops, but there's something enjoyable when I go there. Um, they bake their own pastry and, you know, I can see them when in the back when they're loading the oven and I just love the feeling of something being locally produced. Um, they, they, they're making a cinnamon bun, which is out of this world. So um, mm-hmm. another good reason to go, but, <laughs> More importantly, um, the owner, she creates a special atmosphere in the room and it's hard to describe, but there's a sweetness and attention to her guests' needs, uh, which is in a way hard to escape. And every time mm-hmm. I'm there, I just sit down, it calms me down, I, I work. Uh, I just, you know, I don't know, I just sit and enjoy. Um, and see, I'm not even talking about coffee anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but Marcia, you lived in the world where the modern coffee shop was basically invented. Yeah, you have kind true. of the same experience? Yeah, yeah. So now I'm in Miami. Uh, I haven't found as many op- options as I had in Seattle. In Seattle, I had tons of options. And I agree with you. There is something about coffee shops that make them special. I used to drive to two of my favorite ones because of not really the coffee. You know, it was the environment. Coffee is just one element. So what you mentioned, the ambience, the smell of the place, the way I was treated, how I felt when I was in those places, or how I feel when I go to my favorite one, as you describe it, it's really about the experience. Yeah. 
And as we were discussing this, I was like, I'm like, we're on LinkedIn and people are probably wondering, why are they talking about coffee shops? What's the relevance? Well, mm -hmm. you know, it's about creating loyalty and it's no different if you're a small business or a multinational. What happens in our little coffee shops is something that applies to every company in the world, no matter what size they are. You know, just last, last century, a few decades ago, we were basically living in a product-oriented world. Company were focused on delivering a certain product or service to, to meet our needs, and that was it. I want coffee, here's your coffee. No fancy slave around your cup, no cool music and whatnot. Today, it's not just the coffee in itself that makes me want to go to a coffee shop. Mm -hmm. um, actually, those who have created the best experience around their coffee have the most loyal customer. At least it sure. seems like this. And if we look at this from a larger scale, think of the fun experience of Southwest when they do the regular FAA security announcement, talk about smoking is prohibited, but then add, because it's not good for you. Um, There's <laughs> something to it. Or when you just, because usually you, you never listen to these things, but then you look up and you see them, it's like, okay, that's pretty different. It's cool. Um, or when you hit the uh, buy button on Amazon and a few minutes later, that, that acknowledgement pops up on your screen. I just love it every time. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you and I travel, usually travel much, not in this year, uh, of course, but um, when the hotel chain, and, for example, I usually go to, when they greet me as a loyal member and have a bottle of water for me and so on and so forth. Um, mm -hmm. All those, including the coffee shop, are carefully designed and executed experiences or touch points. Sure. Uh, geared towards making customers come back, not just for the product or service, because that's a commodity. There's enough coffee shops there, but they come back for the experience. Yeah, yeah. So in a good customer experience, everything is geared to providing the ideally easy and enjoyable experience all over again. So reliable and repeatable. And yeah. this is the fabric of uh, customer loyalty. This is how it's made of. So, but how do you continually deliver that recognizable experience? So already a coffee shop, Shopee has to answer that question. And we are only talking about a few employees there. So companies yes. with tens, thousands, hundreds uh, uh, of thousands of employees have to go much greater lengths to offer. Uh, reliable and repeatable experience. So how did Herb Kelleher, you mentioned Southwest, yeah. he was the founder, get that lofty attitude into the Southwest culture? So because he celebrated him himself, right? He, he celebrated, yeah. rewarded people for being different, created stories that people would share. Like when he came dressed as a drag queen to uh, employee anniversary. Yeah. Or I read that he, too. Yeah, he awarded uh, the one millionth customer with a real cow. So a live cow. An actual cow. <laughs> yeah. So, Dirk, when you ask that question of uh, why talk about coffee shops in LinkedIn, uh, I guess here is the answer, one often answer to our question. So a good, good customer experience, whether it's a coffee shop or a company with 100,000 employees, starts with the leadership. Yeah. Uh, and Marcia, that's a great way to look at it. And um, some time ago, I looked at a speech uh, that Herb Keller had did. He passed away last year, sadly. Um, but he said he's always putting employees first and customers second because if there is a vibrant culture of collaboration, communication, and you know, mm -hmm. well-being or feeling well, it naturally transcends into providing a great customer experience. Mm -hmm. um, well, um, as you know, we want to 
keep this all every time short and crisp, so we're coming to the end of the episode. Um, a safe passage through the forest, which customers can both enjoy and make them want to come back, is the, how you need to look at your customer journey. Mm -hmm. Customer loyalty is not anymore created by offering like the naked product or service. Even if you think you have the best in the market, your customers want an experience. And we know that more than 60% of customers are actually willing to pay a higher price even for a better experience. Yep. If you as a company are at the beginning of this, the first step is to identify the touch points that really define your customer and the company and that will give your customers that experience, that special something. And if you have a believer like Herb Keller at the helm, that current hurt either. Yes. So uh, we hope you like today's sessions and we hope to see you soon. This is Dirk. And this is Marcia. And we're on a mission to make companies more customer-centric. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>